Steve Jobs once said, we're here to put a dent in the universe. Well, FinTech has certainly put a dent in the financial services industry over the past few years. This podcast series focuses on the story of those individuals who took Jobs' advice, the dent makers, if you will. This is the FinTech Five. In today's episode, we are talking with Linda Duncombe. Oh, for the love of God, tell me I got that right. You did. Okay. <laughs> God, that's the worst part for me. Linda has the longest job title we ever hear. See, the managing director, global head of growth, and the chief marketing officer for City Fintech. My mom thinks that's a pretty impressive title. It is, but does it all fit on a t-shirt or your business card? Because it's, it's about three lines on a business card. That's why my mom thinks it's so impressive. It, it is fantastic. So let, let's see how good you are. Can you describe your role in under 30 seconds? Under 30 seconds, yep. So I look at all of the marketing for fintech as we position not just products and services, but fintech as a category for us in the market. And also I look at design. So while we're building new products and services today, we want to make sure what we're building still looks like the bank of today. So the design team sits across the whole of the consumer bank globally. And so I get to do all the fun stuff and talk to the customer. I'm the voice of the customer. I could have just said that in like three seconds. I'm the voice of the customer. I was waiting for that. It's actually a quiz to see if you're going to do that. Should I have like a horn I could blow? (laughs) So you actually hit on one of the things I wanted to talk about. Um, City, one of your challenges and also one of the strengths, City's a global bank, Mm. unlike, you know, some of the other competitions stay in the States. So your solutions, do you have to give it a global focus? Look, that's a great question. I think because a lot of our customers are global, what they do in City Hong Kong, City New York, City Sydney, you want it to look and feel the same so they feel the same bank. And, And we do that based on customer research. And Funny enough, it doesn't really matter demographic or, or, or um, racial background. It's people want and want the same thing regardless of what country they're from. And so having a, a same look and feel, I think, is really important. The challenge we have is how quickly we can deploy that across all of our markets. Yeah, yeah actually executing, right, and Absolutely. deployment. That's, that's the hard part. Yeah. Ideas are somewhat kind of easy. Yeah, getting them to market and getting them across all of the markets and understanding the local regulation, that's where it, sometimes it can get a little tricky. So for our listeners, you have a, a pretty cool accent. Thank you. You know, I'm going to guess maybe like, you know, Australia. Um, G'day. Maybe I looked at your background. <laughs> but you did spend a, a good part of your career working in Australia, yep. both with City and NAB and yep. others. And I've interviewed quite a few different people from, uh, or folks from Australia, and they've always made the same comment, whether it's Australia, New Zealand, the consumers tend to be pretty good adopters of tech and new tech. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're definitely early adopters across any kind of industry and category. And for City, the reason why they tapped me on the shoulder and came to the US was because it was our most successful market from a digital perspective in Australia. And so I came here to start to hopefully replicate that in our biggest market. So are you shocked at the wonderful adoption of tech by US consumers? Say like this chip and SIG thing. Yeah, I've got to say, I, I, technology is more advanced um, in America than I think Americans give them credit for. I think banking as an industry has some way to go and, and I was shocked when I needed a checkbook. I haven't used a checkbook in Australia for probably 15 years. And so being made by, by some um, suppliers or, or vendors to use a checkbook was completely foreign to me. No, it's the same with contactless, right? I think contactless penetration for payments in Australia, it's definitely north of 75 percent. Yeah. It's pushing 80 now. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, even the way that when you think about how consumers engage with their credit card, you know, we can tap for anything under $100 and it's done. Like, it's a very sim- seamless process for, for individuals. I, I loved it. So when I came here and I started tapping the, the, the merchant, I'm like, what is going on? I've got to insert the card. That feels so foreign. <laughs> <laughs> so what's interesting about City Fintech, and, and um, you know, full disclaimer, I know quite a few of the folks that are here, 
when the group was put together, they did a fantastic job of attracting talent. Mm -hmm. That's what's so important, in, in my opinion, is the talent you bring. So, you know, you have yourself, you have uh, Kerry Collage, uh, Yolanda Piazzo, um, you know, Heather Cox was, was with the group. Mm. You do have a couple of good guys, a handful. Um, <laughs> so is, was that diversity planned that way, or is it just really focused around talent and bringing it together? Yeah, I think it was both. I mean, we joke around. I've heard Stephen Bird say that we're the United Nations. And um, and I think, too, like, you know, it was a great mix of internal talent and external talent. You know, Ron's from Amazon, Carrie's from um, PayPal, Yo's uh, extensive tech background. I came from one of our most successful markets. And they brought us together. And, and I think, to, you know, to Heather Cox, credit, she did a phenomenal job of that, you know, and, yeah. and, and Steve, that was completely sponsored and overseen by Stephen Bird himself. And so I think it was very purposeful to, to get as much diversity as we could across the, the team, not just expertise, but gender. So uh, here's, here's the only softball question you get. Uh -huh. uh, why is disruption such an overhyped buzzword? You know, it's so funny. You're because, welcome for this. You know that I, I'm not a fan of the word disruption. And I never I, would have guessed been, that. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so, you know, I just lifted out of my chair. I'm so excited. It's like a kangaroo bouncing in my seat now. Um, so I'm not a fan of disruption for one clear reason. I've never heard a consumer say to me they want their life disrupted. And so, and I think of myself as a consumer, What what is happening in many industries anywhere in the world is that you know, consumers are demanding speed, personalization and simplicity. And if that means our industry has to be disrupted, then that's what will happen. But no consumer wants their life disrupted. And so I've I, I've challenged people on what do they mean when they say that? Because I'll even prompt consumers now because the research team sits in my team and I'll say to consumers, what do you mean? You know, do you want your life disrupted? And you see horror on their face. Like no one wants their life disrupted. It's a buzzword. Yeah, we have a an industry that's full of buzzwords. So I, I head up a a digital and fintech team within NTT, and you won't believe the number of times I'm asked by by banking executives, mm. for example, blockchain. <laughs> we we need a blockchain solution. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah, Do, you know, yeah. knock it off. You know, quit getting excited. I I agree. Disruption, buzzwords as a whole across mm. fintech need to be banned. Maybe you could come up with an app that automatically deletes. Wouldn't that be cool? Oh, that would be, I'd love that person. Let's personally. start our own company. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that would be a good one. Um, but I do, there actually, I think, disruption, I think, is happening, but more within how we work and, yeah. and our jobs. You're a great example. So you are a CMO. Yeah. And, and for me, there's a, a major evolution going on, really driven by digital, mm. for a chief marketing officer. I mean, how do you feel the role's evolving? I, I love it personally. I mean, someone who obviously isn't a digital native, unfortunately, I'm a little bit older than that. I love the technology and because I see how it has, has enhanced my life in, in all categories. And I feel with digital um, marketing, it's actually helped marketers. And when we're having the conversation with the CFO, that a lot of that tension has gone away now because we would talk about things like it had an attribution or it had a halo effect. Again, some great buzzwords in marketing. Basically, we can't tell you how much that $5 billboard cost, you know, gave benefit to the bottom line. But now when we do marketing, we can do from top of funnel right through to when the person took the product. And so marketing, whether it's in digital or a social channel, and I think from a consumer, they don't see a difference. You know, it's the same. But when you're in an online experience, it, now we can track it to a point where, one, we can get a much more personalised experience to the customer, so they're seeing more value, it's not spray and pray. And the second piece would be is that from my side of the, the picture, I'm seeing down my finance partner saying, oh, I can show you exactly how much that, co that account costs to bring in. So it makes my life easier. 
So, so Linda's team that, of course, sit in a room staring at us said the second <laughs> she starts talking fast, she's excited. That last question really got you excited. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's let's we're going to judge the rate of speed on this one. You ready? Here's, this, this is a tough one. Mm. All right. More and more, we're talking about voice becoming the new platform. You look at what's happening <laughs> with Alexa. You look at what's happening with, yeah. with Google yeah. and so on and so forth. There's there's no interface. There's no, where are you putting at? How are you marketing when there's literally nothing to market yeah. to? The whole online world um, connecting to our like these physical objects, I think, is fascinating. And I, I haven't been a huge adopter of that technology, but I'm a, I'm a huge admirer of it as I see it just evolving. And I feel like it's it's about being more personalised now. And and while these while people are using these devices these devices are helping them to be more targeted in their life. So we just have to be a little bit sharper in how we do things. We have to pull our socks up and we have to really start to think about how we talk to clients when they're in these devices because they're being driven by experiences. The challenge we have is, you know, how do we start to be relevant in the environment that they're playing in? So if they're on in Facebook or if they're doing something Google, how are we relevant to that to enhance that experience and not seem to be an intrusion? And that's the challenge we have as marketers, which I, I, I get excited about. We have to pull our socks up. That's Australian? There's a few Australian phrases. I'm okay. trying to behave myself. But see, now I'm relaxing. No, you're good. I was just, you know, the imagery. I, I went <laughs> with that. Okay, I kind of get it. All right, so rapid fire. All right, I told you this is easy. Mm. So just off the top of your head, mm. you ready? What's the last good book, good book you read? i got to say I love Tom Clancy, Jack Ryan books. Oh, good, and I really? always think about Harrison Ford in the character and I love it. So let me break something. I'm sorry, it's going to go over a minute. <laughs> All right, so, so my very first job. Yes. was in the Navy on a submarine. Wow. It was right when Hunt for Red October came out. That was such a, well, that was it was such a bullshit book. It's so wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ruining this for you. I know. Sorry, but I do like those books. I just find them a little bit of an escape. <laughs> um, I, I like the Xbox games that Tom Clancy <laughs> is based on his books. Do you listen to podcasts? I do. Oh, oh thank God. Now, let's, let's make sure you listen to podcasts. Which ones do you like? It's funny that you say that. There's a guy on my team, Steve Gates, who does a really cool podcast. And the FinTech 5, because it's awesome. <laughs> and the FinTech 5. There that goes that saying. I mean, I'm on it. What, so his name's, what's his name Stephen again? Stephen Gates. What's the podcast? Do you know? No, I just look him up by name. I've got it connected to my device. All but right. I can, I can get you that. He's yeah. cool. He's, and he's got, um, he's got a whole brand around the crazy ones. He's a, a very cool designer in my team. Oh, I'm definitely going to listen yeah, to that. Yeah, he's very cool. Okay. A two-part question now. What do you miss most about living down under? The weather. My family goes without saying that's hygiene, but the weather. It's but, summer there right now. I'm yeah, going tonight. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, it's winter here right now. It's freezing. Yeah, exactly. So, hardest question then. What's the best part about living in New York? I mean, the energy is incredible. It's 24-7. And because I am a little bit of a bread connoisseur, I'm a fan of the bagel. I might have one every day. <laughs> she's, a, she's a fan of the bagel. We were just having the discussion prior to this that in the building she works in, there's a Starbucks light oh, that will not toast your bagels. Yeah, I mean, that's just wrong. I mean, look, I, I, I could completely alienate the whole audience, but I'm not a massive Starbucks fan. I think there's really good coffee no, you're in America. Okay. Yeah, Starbucks to me is sugary hot drink. It's not a coffee. Good payment app, though. All right. <laughs> we'll fly True. right by there. What's the best place to learn more about what City Fintech is doing? 
Uh, I would, you know, if you search us on Google, um, there's a lot about City Fintech now, we put a lot out there, and our website's starting to really talk about it. We've only just started really talking about what City Fintech has been doing in the last six months. We wanted to make sure that the things we said to the street we could do, we did, and now we feel like we've got some validity to start talking to the market. So I would Google us or I would go to our website. And y'all have done a good job. I mean, I'm, I'm definitely a critic of banks trying to set these groups up. City's done a good job. Thank you. Well done. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for the time. I appreciate That's it. cool. Thank you. Woo.